0: I wake up each and every day and I look at what problems do I need to solve that day, but I still, in the back of my mind, remember the grand vision that I'm building towards. Brilliant. Eight, I was not thinking that at 18.
1: You're not thinking that now, <laughs> <laughs> we're being honest.
2: what's up what's up what's up friends family and fans welcome to life on podcast this is where we listen and inspire friends and entertainment and everywhere and everywhere why because life happens to everyone believe it or not we're here with my homeboy zach zellner today what up zach what's up, bro? i just realized that's zz
0: that's it double z so can i call you zz top you can yeah, Boy, so yeah when i was in high school i used to jump around in cyphers and a rap battles. call myself dub z Okay, what? but that's right, dig- hold on. Yeah, I, I didn't know up. we had. I right, nah, know a, we had yeah. Eminem we in need the building.
2: We need a sixteen
1: oh, real quick. Oh, eight. My <laughs> God, oh my God. Wait,
2: I didn't know we had. What's, a, what's the guy I used to work for again with Jay's hat? What's the name's husband? I can't believe Jesse. It's yeah.
0: Jesse used to rap too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesse's husband. Yeah, Jesse. Good. Hilarious. What's
2: up, man? So look, so we have Zach on the day because. I'm gonna just go ahead and say it, I, I like giving people their props. At 20, you're 29 now, right? 29 now, yeah.
1: At 29 years old, this guy. It's is making both of us at this table look like we don't know what we're doing.
2: Absolutely, now. if there's ever, if you ever wanna make someone look like a failure. Yeah. <laughs> well not, not If you wanna feel it, like, <laughs> hey, it's funny, it's a, it's, it's a dichotomy, because you can hang around Zach and both feel inspired and feel like a failure
0: at the <laughs> same, same time. You know what? <laughs> I'll take it. I'll we'll take that. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. But uh, wow. I'm going to have you run down real quick. 29 years old, you've accomplished things in business that are crazy. We've had conversations and I told you to your face before, I said, dude, for you to know what you know at the age that you are is crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, brief rundown of who no, you no, are, no. where you come I,
1: from. I want to set
2: this up was, so you can do this the fun because oh, my setup sucked.
1: It's, yeah, it's terrible. Wow. All right, you started a company called Doc MJ, and you had a cookie delivery company when you were in college. Yeah <laughs> what that, how talk. was that start better than start. my setup? He knows where I'm going with this. So tell us what Doc MJ did,
0: you know, I, and then talk about getting the company, supply If you think the two were connected, is that where you're going? That's what I need yeah, to know. Well, Oh my! You missed the tech company in between. Let me be clear. Okay. Um, but neither here nor there. Alright Pause. Yeah. Pause. No, no, no. I just, Ladies, now y'all know how Jay used to date. There was no
2: dinner. There was no foreplay. There, no, it was just like, Straight hi, I'd like to meet you. Go up to the room. And
1: I've been married for 18 years. So man, I mean, oh, man. Seems to it's work. God.
2: God. okay. <laughs> well, since, go ahead, the, the whole
1: point of it is, obviously, when I, I, I know that. So me connecting those dots, <laughs> you say I missed something, so now it's less imaginative for me. But I wanted to see what that was all about, if it was on purpose. And I thought there was going to be an amazing story behind getting no, to No, the point, two are so. not
0: interconnected now. There are okay. amazing stories behind either one, but, uh, but no, they're... Uh, they're different chapters, different okay. seasons, yeah. Right. Um, I dropped out of Florida State, actually. I was enrolled for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Smart man. <laughs> three weeks. I, went to a few classes. I thought you were going for,
1: like, three years. No, 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 he no. said three weeks. I
0: lived weeks. in for three years, but I got there. I was working as a, as a waiter in a Thai restaurant and okay. uh, kind of living off the, the free Thai lunches that we were getting mm-hmm. and looking around saying, man, I can't live like this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it's just, I'm not going to make ends meet. And um, the question really is, is sort of this, like, core entrepreneurial uh, uh, pursuit, which is really How do I go provide a service or a product to somebody and sell it, right? Right. So, you know, this is where people get lost. And and when we talk about business or entrepreneurship and, and how to get started, people forget about this one core idea, which is that you need to go create value for somebody and charge them for it. What's That's the problem? Th- I got the solution. Give me money. That's all it is, yeah. right? That's all it is. And uh, when I was in Tallahassee, you know, I was looking around at Florida State's campus and saying, "Like, where? Where's the money here?" Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. you know, I have a, I have a lot deeper of an idea now on, you know, where all the dollars were. But the one thing I kept seeing was Chick Fil A's line was down the block, Chipotle's line was down the block. All these college kids were spending crazy amounts of money and you had, you know, 50,000 college kids right there. So that was the first, you know, uh, realization for me in looking at how do I go and provide a service uh, to to an audience that has money to spend. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I started just reverse engineering it. That's kind of how I approach everything which is to say, what do they need? Well, if they're doing food, I can't open up a food establishment, right? I don't have the capital for that. I had $124 to my name. Uh, That's a real I, number, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That, uh, I have the screenshot, too. Yo. Nice. Um, and so I said, all right, I got to deliver the food, right? If I deliver the food, how can I stand out? Well, if I just do you know, food that I make out of my apartment, well, it's got to be interesting in some way, shape, or form, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to be open real late. I'm a night owl. I like to eat late and there aren't that many options past midnight so i'm gonna i'm gonna open a delivery service till three in the morning Hmm. well i started looking at how am i going to go and uh what am i going to sell right and I do love cookies but more importantly um, you know I saw concepts in other parts of the country now you know there's insomnia cookies and mm-hmm. Tiff Streets but there wasn't anything like that in Tallahassee and I said great that's the kind of model that I'm going to develop and launch and started out of my apartment buying Costco and Sam's Club cookies and misting them with a spray bottle and microwaving the cookies and um, you know Created. hustled and grinded from there uh, repurposing? yeah absolutely infringement? <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. so, I'm sure. start with what you have <laughs> exactly. start with what, what you Ryan. have no, Oh, look, they <laughs> do it with sneakers. They do yeah, it with sneakers every true. day. This is true. Hey, look,
0: here's the big thing. You know, People worry about lawsuits and cease and desist and these mm-hmm. kinds of things. But the reality is you're not going to be targeted until you're in a meaningful position. Right. Boom. And once you're in a meaningful position of strength, you either pivot and change how the business works mm-hmm. or you can fight off whatever those threats are. Absolutely. So a lot of people are paralyzed and don't start things worried about, well, what if I get sued? Well, look, nobody's going to spend millions of dollars on lawyers going after you until there's millions of dollars in your pocket to go after right, it, right? right so the, the the key here is and look i'm not an attorney so this is not legal advice you but the key is that it's better to get momentum get going and then make a change than to sit there paralyzed and never get started now, like what that. can
2: what do you think can happen because all i heard right now was we're in the studio right now as producer wants to use this sample and we're too worried about being sued and stuff like that instead of letting it Momentum, right? So, what happens when all right? So, you got these Costco cookies, whatever. Now, you're say you blow up, Costco's like, you know, cease and desist. Sure. Let's say you decide to pivot, right? There's nothing they can do with
0: everything you've done up to that point, not really. Not really. And besides, you know, I bought those cookies, right? There's uh, legally them saying not for resale, which they don't even say. But my point is, like. Costco in general businesses stock up supplies regardless. Right. right? right. The fact that I w- every I w-
1: grandma corner store is built on Costco. That's right. Ways. And there's that's nothing it. that
2: says you can't buy and resell. That's right. That's right.
1: Yeah. Literally. Uh, so, I was half you know, joking with the infringement thing. Honestly.
0: I no, was, I know. But but it is but it's important to go point. Yeah. Music's a little different, right? Because exactly. Once that's once that's out there, it's much harder. Right. And to they go own like, it. The copyright, they own it. Right? Period. Yeah, it's so definitive. yeah. Uh, but with most other things, you know, it really is about finding the hustle. And I think. Um, you know what has what has gotten my career to this place is me still understanding that like core almost um, you know start from the bottom street hustler mentality. Mm-hmm. I was I was willing to sell water to an Eskimo, whatever I had to do, right. and and then from there kind of building up knowledge and experience as fast as I could.
2: So, what are these companies and and just real quick, what what are these companies that you built? And that word "built," what does that mean? You took them to what point?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> So there was Zbaked, mm-hmm. uh, There was uh, Penny, which was a delivery logistics company. So we built a tech platform to, to track delivery drivers. You know, with with Zbaked, and you'll see the, the kind of the, the pattern here, but with Zbaked, I had uh, really low delivery minimums. So we had a $6 minimum and a free delivery. And what I realized... And this was, what was that, FSU? At FSU, yeah, okay. in 20, uh, 2012. And what I was going
1: to ask you what year that was. If you were like, if this was in the time where you were like pre-Uber Eats DoorDash kind it of was, deal? It was,
0: of- yeah. And uh, we had <laughs> an, an insane amount. Of drivers I mean we had nights where we had 30 40 delivery drivers we wow. were doing the most deliveries in Tallahassee and then eventually in Orlando and Tampa and how they make money uh, our, well that was the thing so I realized if I did free delivery the delivery volume would go shooting up mm-hmm. right but the tips wouldn't change it was still about a three dollar tip so if you have a concentrated uh, you know group of, of customers, I was saying, well, they're getting three dollars per delivery. If I can get four deliveries per hour out of these drivers, now they're making 12 dollars an hour. now I only got to pay them a, you know a dollar, a dollar fifty per delivery. Thanks. They're making 18 bucks an hour, which in 2012 was like 25 bucks an hour right. now, so it's pretty good money. And my cost on that delivery was dollar fifty. Wow. And so I paid my drivers less than anybody. They made more than anybody else. and we were getting our name out there doing upwards of a thousand deliveries a night. Was that
2: like that's like a 40 wow. percent like do it
0: if you so you charge 6 well it was a, it, t- it was a 6 dollar minimum so this is yeah. why i get for trying so, to do math live <clears throat> yeah
1: don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: our average it ticket was like 12, 13 bucks so okay. that's what it was okay. yeah, but it was a minimum 6 you had to order 6 cookies uh, well they were 99 cents so technically 7 but you know you get yeah. the idea. Uh, but that 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 came shooting off and that's what you know got me my Footholds and and uh, you know I started building some capital and mm-hmm. um, sort of making some real money.
1: What pitfalls did you see early on when you? Because when you're launching anything, new, obviously capital is. I'm sorry, what? Oh, we didn't run, the other yeah. I, he was, okay, I'm he sorry, he got, he got, got so Yeah,
2: <laughs> but I want to, and every once in a while I want to jump into something So <laughs> you got this capital,
1: yeah.
2: and it sounds like you put the capital to work.
1: Yeah, well, you didn't buy a we, gold we chain? So we didn't hear the other companies. You didn't buy uh, a gold chain or a <laughs> yeah, car? Or, oh, we, we'll get there.
2: <laughs> okay. We'll get there. Me and my Matt Red
0: Bentley. It came right. and, and went. Um, <laughs> uh, so we had z basically We on. Pen. Yeah, so Penny. penny. Yeah, penny. <clears throat> Similar concept. We signed up all these restaurants, Uber Eats style, took a percentage, mm-hmm. but delivery cost was only a penny. hmm Mm. and so we named the whole company around this concept Um, yeah I think back and at the time I didn't really appreciate kind of my background or or ability to be a marketer right but Mm. at the end of the day your business, especially if it's direct to consumer, you're there to get attention. You're yeah. there to tell a story. You're there to go and and pull in eyeballs. And so by calling the company penny and on all of our branding, all of our logos, everything was one cent. It was a gimmick, right? Nobody's giving us a penny. Sure. We're just adding on a one cent delivery fee. Mm-hmm. But that got people talking. Yeah. And it, you know the, the the growth engine itself was kind of built in, and um, we grew that company uh, to at the peak we were doing about ten million revenue, but we did that in a year.
1: Okay. So that was a uh, that okay. was going to be what the question was, Stone, it's getting because I knew what the revenue number mm-hmm. was. The pitfalls you got to when you're going into that second company, uh, your target demographic, and then actually scaling past that point. There's always a major roadblock no matter what company you start. There's one. There's mm-hmm. one catalytic thing that either propels you or it completely slows you down and you have to pivot. What was that thing that pushed you to that $10 million?
0: Um, I think it was an understanding of that that college consumer that really helped us propel forward. And and that's kind of where I was going. And a lot of the things I've done have been built upon each other. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people uh, imagine a world where you get started in business or get started in anything. And all of a sudden you have this like magic Eureka. I was made for this and and everything is is terrific. And even uh, as somebody who knows innately that I'm made for this, it was still so many years of okay here's all the core lessons i have now here's where i can take that i understand these customers i understand you know how to grow it with Zbaked, okay we had a hundred thousand customers on an email list so when we're launching this new delivery service now with dozens of other restaurants also free delivery i've now got a target audience that i can go and hit mm. and propel forward in a way that gives us a base that gives us a lot of data and insights and information and momentum is really what i would say there like in the early days, getting that ball rolling, it is about finding some initial product market fit, right? Figuring out, how do I sell something to somebody? But from there, I think people lose focus. And I think people get distracted by some of the other ways in which that they can either start spending their money or go and building businesses when they forget that they're sitting on a a. a treasure chest that they've built Mm. right and rather Mm -hmm. than continue to play on that and use what's in their arsenal they start looking at other things i mean we all know people who Mm. have a successful restaurant they go start buying a car wash or Mm -hmm. go start you know investing in real estate and it's not to say that can't work but it is to say that if you're really good at making money in your restaurant Mm -hmm. you are probably going to outperform (coughs) much of the competition whereas you don't know anything about real estate and becoming the best at restaurants and the best in real estate is one hell of a endeavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I've, I've kind of always looked at what are the resources I have? What are the strengths that I have and how do I leverage those to keep building bigger? So you mastered know. the art of the parlay. A parlay, mm-hmm. indeed. Yep. Wow,
1: yep. what came after Penny? Uh,
0: penny we <clears throat> sold and um, that was that was something of a pivot where I went back to Florida for a year and, and started Doc MJ Prior to uh, it becoming medically legal in Florida, There was uh, Act 2 or Amendment 2, which was on the ballot in 2016. And what we realized was that there was nothing stopping us from signing up patients before it was voted on. Mm. And I partnered with a few physicians because I looked at that market and and I asked myself in in 2016, what are the industries that are really growing? And I kind of whittled it down to cannabis seems to be taking over the country, you know, in those previous years, California and Colorado and, and these states were legalizing. And and then crypto was the other interesting one that I was mm-hmm. looking at at the time. It's become less interesting since. But uh, I wouldn't say that. But. Well, <laughs> interesting. You're, I mean, you're probably right. But the opportunities the look very different than they did. Absolutely. And no question. And, and perhaps I even chose wrong, right? I mean, seven years ago, would have been, it would have been nice to have uh, to have doubled down on crypto. But neither here nor there. Yeah. Uh, you know, went down to Florida, found some physicians to partner up with Mm -hmm. and, and did it all really lightweight. And this Mm -hmm. is kind of another important lesson with Z baked. I started that business out of my apartment. Right. All right. I started baking cookies. Eventually about a month in, I went to a donut shop that was near the campus and I was, I was 18 years old and I walked in and said, look, you guys close at 6 PM. I open at 8 PM. Can I rent out your kitchen at night? And the owner says, how much you pay? I didn't know even what to say I, I threw out a number was, was he so, uh no no he's uh,
1: <laughs>
0: trying to nail the I don't, I, don't, I don't do I don't do I don't do the best uh, like Palestinian no, Palestinian got you. accent clearly clearly uh, but but I, uh, I threw out a number I said 30 bucks a day he goes okay see you tonight $30 a day. Yeah, well 900 bucks a month. I was just renting out the back of the kitchen of like a donut shop in Tallahassee. Yeah, that's true. This wasn't in Atlanta. This is also over a decade ago. What okay. percentage
1: of your monthly revenue was that cutting into? I'm
0: just curious. Initially? Probably a quarter. Okay. We were doing like 130, 150 bucks a day, but my, you know, uh, roommate at the time was completely not having me running a yeah, a I business heard. out of the apartment, right? Yeah. And and so I got I got that started. All of a sudden my my you know, 50, 60 bucks of profit that I was making was cut in half, Yeah, but that's what it was. And when we, when we initially started in that donut shop, we were doing a couple hundred bucks a day, 150, 200 bucks a day. When we left 10 months later, we were over $2,000 a day. So you know?
2: what I've heard twice now, I can't say I would, I honestly, I wouldn't have thought to do that. Mm. I wouldn't have. But what I've heard twice now is how you've leveraged mm. other people's resources. Yep. To do as you needed to do. I mean, I am for I'm familiar with the whole OPM thing, that's fine. But like literally like, okay, well you have the food that I need, so mm-hmm. I'll buy that, press it up, resell mm-hmm. it. Well, you have a kitchen I need instead of going out trying to do everything on your own from scratch. Like, brilliant.
1: Eight I was not thinking that at eighteen. You're not thinking that now. We're <laughs> 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 being honest.
2: No, there's a there's a creativity value. Uh, that goes I, into uh, a- Life on Podcast coming to you from Icon Studios
0: But go ahead <laughs> yeah, right. I, mean, I, I No, I I'm I'm not saying I'm just That's kidding go ahead. We're,
1: we're talking about leveraging no, this
2: Absolutely You know what? is what I'm saying Facts, facts. We're facts. still trying to figure that exactly. out Exactly Yep, still trying to figure that. out
1: what, I'm, what I wanted to ask about That creative aspect of it, it There's a vision that Some people say it's innate It's an X factor in the business industry mm. Kind of like in the music world We've got an X factor You just know when you have it mm. I actually think that can be taught um, that ability to be able to see what someone has that you don't, mm-hmm. um, that that uh, that tangential partnership thing, mm-hmm. the symbiotic relationship thing, how do you view that? Is that something that you feel like it's a skill that can be learned, where you can see th- these are the basics of business, and then learning the basics of any individual niche, and then figuring out how to pair and match things to work together, or do you feel like it was just something that you just had?
0: So I don't. Here's what I'll say: I don't subscribe to the idea that entrepreneurs shouldn't go to school I don't subscribe to the idea that entrepreneurship can't be taught Um, it can there are real structures and frameworks and for five years you know like at 1819 I started speaking at Florida State to kids that were older than me in entrepreneurship classes Mm -hmm. and at that point a switch kind of flipped where I went I I felt real cocky with it I was like clearly I don't need school that would have been a mistake good thing I spent these years but now I'm building bigger and over the last five years, the number of things that I had to learn that I would have picked up in an academic environment, either undergrad or master's. The okay. amount of things that or, or doors that I can't necessarily walk through that I want to walk through because I don't have a diploma and I have to go and circumvent and go around and figure out ways of, of getting to my goals. Um, and the, the lessons that I learned, I mean, in accounting, for example, mm-hmm. basic managerial accounting that I had no understanding of. That's probably not having that until the last couple of years has probably cost me three, four million dollars. Mm. So, you know, the, the lessons just become more expensive when it's on the job training. Sure. And seeing resources and, and, and figuring out how to synthesize them and get and get, you know, the, the people on board. Yes, that's a skill. Yes, it can be taught. What I don't know about teaching is that drive and that motor And that hustle, right? Right. We all know people who want us to put them on, right? We all know people who have spent their whole lives wanting to be put on. Mm -hmm. But that's not how it works. Right. Ever. Right? And how do you you teach an 18-year-old kid to say, your options are either have nothing and be broke, right? Or have these uncomfortable conversations or sit and strategize how you find a solution to your problem. Mm -hmm. Did you have an example growing up? What about your parents or... Yeah, my parents are are entrepreneurs. They're Russian immigrants. So, you know, we call ourselves Ukrainian now for for a variety of reasons. But, but yeah, you you know, I watched my parents and kind of glorified it. And and my dad never made it, like, big, big, but built a comfortable life. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I... I never miss meals, and for that, I'm grateful, but also felt a huge responsibility because my parents came here in in different points of life, but they they came here not knowing the language, not knowing the country, seeking a better life for me. Mm. And because of that sacrifice and because of their insane work ethic, I was able to live a better life and build a better foundation. And so I, I always felt like that came with an obligation to use it. Sure. Nice. You know? Okay. But I like the fact that I, I, th- I just think it's big, though, when you, cause when you said, you know,
2: at 18 or 19 years old, you were given these options and things you could do. Again, at 18 or 19 years old, I didn't even have the mental, I'm not going to say the mental capacity, but the mental wherewithal mm. to think that way. Mm. And that's why I asked that, because it is a big difference when you do have the life in action right there in front of you. You know what I mean? Where you've seen your dad hustle to build this thing on his own. Because otherwise, you could have seen your dad go to a nine-to-five. I wonder if you would have taken this path if your dad just did
0: a nine-to-five. You know? I watched my dad not ask for permission from anybody to do anything. Mm. Now, as an adult, this is an excruciating thing. (laughs) Because,
2: Ah, 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 (laughs) Sorry sorry for the late detonation. Oh, man. (laughs) He said excruciating.
0: Yeah, it's brutal, man. Uh, basically, you know, I live my life just trailing behind him when I'm with him and just apologizing. No yeah, means that's, no that's, guys. That's no said, means no. Doing. Go ahead. But that, but like that's such an important thing. And I think for for anybody who is struggling with, with getting started, I think they feel like they need somebody to tell them, mm. Yeah, go and do it. Yeah. You know, or yeah. if you fail, it's okay. He didn't care. Yeah. He he out of principle will just go in through an exit door just to feel like he's rebelling against something. Mm-hmm. That's Tasha. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Tasha all day That's Tasha all day which is why she's an entrepreneur exactly yeah so you know that that's that piece where if you're thinking about something you don't need to wait for somebody to tell you it's alright Yeah. you don't need to wait and to walk in I didn't know how to go and rent out a space and I messed mm-hmm. up right like, yeah. I, I, I walked in I was paying him in cash I mean I, I had to manage that relationship and, and I have stories for days that go like this for years to come but it doesn't matter at least I was there
2: right right so, biggest lesson to you today? I want to ask you five rapid fires. No, I not, got more questions. No, you can. It's fine. I'm trying to be sensitive You're to being your mean, needs. Man. I'm trying to be sensitive to your needs but right I'm, now. But I'm Zach. We pause, by time. the way. Pause.
1: I'm sorry, man. Well, are you going to let <laughs> me get my is, question off? Is what you do? Let, so that was, fire So here's this. the deal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's in radio in real life. Yeah. Right. Top. Top. You know, majors. Whatever. I, I am. He's supposed to know how to pick up on cues, and I do. And, and he I find that
1: he's the worst. So this is this is this is the no that I'm the worst <laughs> it's the thing that I know how to do it the right way <laughs> and I just you walk, know how to do it you're walking <laughs> in a damn <laughs> door that's the reality <laughs> that's the reality you're doing it wrong. So I had too much faith in your back, skills. Forth, back, back, forth, even number. Then you do your, you always do odd numbers of stuff. It doesn't work that way. I see are, you, are, you are you counting the back of your head? Of course, always. Yes. Every right, single time. Right. And I mean, it's not like it's an active thing now, but after yeah. you do it for 15 years, sure, it just sure, becomes sure. a thing. That's how conversations flow. I'm teaching as we mm-hmm. do this. The That's question right. I have to ask about this, yep. um, when you see that, we talk a lot about thought paralysis mm-hmm. because we, mm, both yes, of us have been yes, caught spending a whole bunch of time thinking about projects, thinking about ventures, thinking about deals. Yeah. You obviously just mentioned when it came to running a space you were there you just mm-hmm. did it mm-hmm. um was it that you just did it out of ignorance because sometimes not knowing what you can and can't do can be strength can, yeah. exactly can be a strength but when you know it's there the overcoming that aspect what's what's the trick to that
0: i think it's confronting the consequences of the decision mm-hmm. a lot of people have this kind of abstract vague idea of the bad things that could happen mm-hmm. but they don't sit there and map it out right we might map out a strategy on how we're going to win we don't map out what it's going to look like if we lose right Right. the funny thing about it is that when we map out what losing might look like it's not nearly as problematic as you would think in fact it's easier to map that out and say how do i hedge against that risk how do i go and reduce the consequences on the downside increase the upside and now i feel (coughs) much more comfortable about doing it i don't i don't do anything without A process, But that process isn't drawn out because I don't need time to make a decision. I need to collect as much information. Now, sometimes it might take more time to get more information, but not always. And in most cases, you already have all the pieces you need to confirm Mm -hmm. these are the variables. Mm -hmm. This is the strategy I'm going to put together. This is what it will take if I get this wrong. Here's what I can do to make it less painful if I do get it wrong. And then here's the backup plan. If I do. Right on.
2: And I'm so glad to hear you. So you just confirmed. So, so I have some like music business coaching clients. Yeah. And one of the things I said, and I, I can't say I found any concrete evidence, but you just proved it for me. I used to tell them that it's rarely as bad as you think it is in your mind. Yeah. I said, but chances are it's always going to be better than you think it is in your mind because sometimes we can overthink things and think they're too positive. But guess what you're shooting for? That's what you're shooting for, so it turns out to be doper than yep. what it was. And it, but as soon as you write that thing down, you realize, oh, okay, it's not as bad. Yep. Like thanks so much for saying that. Seriously, like yep. you totally validated what I was trying to tell folks. And, and that stone needs in life is validation.
0: validation. Oh. Don't we all, man? <laughs> yeah. Man, we all. we're gonna have a wrestling uh, episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, yo, like jokes aside, you know, I, I've been on so many podcasts and. a and and uh, stages where people ask me, you know, what's the best investment you can make? What's the best ROI you can you can get with your money? And my answer is always the same, which is get a good therapist, mm-hmm. uh, because we live in our heads so much, mm-hmm. because we carry these thoughts and we figure out how we cope with them, and, and they're they're so burdensome because we don't know how to parse through them and do it intellectually. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a that's a real plague for high performing people yeah and when you have a forum where you can go and discuss some of your deepest and darkest fears and concerns and understand where they've come from understand how you overcome them um it removes a lot of that paralysis because you 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 get a freedom from it do you think
2: that's the same i know it isn't but your thoughts what do you think about the the serial optimist for example
0: they're a problem hmm
1: talk about it say it, it again problem. please. No, say, it's just, say, it's just, no 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 say it, huh, say it one talk more time it. as you go into it very distinctly while you're looking at him <laughs> they're the problem
2: <laughs> he said a
1: problem
0: <laughs> he said I'll call him problem, <laughs> <laughs> <No> problem. <laughs> break it down, it down. <laughs> no I'm, yeah rock out <laughs> are you a serial optimist though?
2: oh my god his this is my this is my title Mm -hmm. Uh i am a realistic optimist he's putting what i mean and the reason no seriously Mm because i like the reason why i'm agreeing with everything that you're Mm -hmm. saying is it isn't some pie in the sky mentality Mm -hmm. it's a look this is a freaking problem and it's very strategic and very on purpose I'm that guy, but that whole time while I'm working on it, I'm not focused on how bad it is. Mm-hmm. I focus on how good it can be. Mm-hmm. So that's why I say I'm a realistic mm-hmm. optimist. He just he thinks I'm too positive all the time. I want to hear what you gotta say. there's strength yeah, so in I wanna... there,
0: there, there's strength the balance. Uh, 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 there, there's, uh, there's 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 a uh, something called the Stockdale paradox. Admiral Stockdale, he was locked up in Vietnam and mm-hmm. um, he was in a POW camp, and he talks about how there were uh, the guys that. Didn't make it. The ones that died first mm-hmm. were the most optimistic ones, the happiest ones, the ones that consistently said it's right around the corner. We're mm-hmm. it's, this, it, and how great it'll be once we're free. This, that, and the other. Those guys gone. Now, secondly, the real negative guys, mm-hmm. ones who always said, "Oh, hope is lost." Those th- those, those guys died too. Mm-hmm. But the paradox is, how do you maintain a long time horizon and a vision of? Um, the outcome that you desire, mm-hmm. while in the present acknowledging all of the realities of the hurdles that are in your way. Exactly. I know too many entrepreneurs that are, that are you know, oh, we just closed this contract, and we're off to the moon, and to this, and to that. And I'm reminding them, the fact that you have a signature on paper doesn't mean you've either delivered what you promised, or that the customer has actually paid, or will stay around, and this, that, and the other. Right. All kinds of things happen, right? So if instead we say, yeah, we're, we're going to you know, the promised land, but along the way, there's this problem, that problem, and we're going to just tackle all of it and let the big dream live in the back of our minds. It's still there. Right. Right. For me, I wake up each and every day and I look at what problems do I need to solve that day, but I still in the back of my mind, remember the grand vision that I'm building towards. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That's an important balance, yeah, um, and not one that I always had. I was much more or maintain, I'm sure. I mean, nope. do you
1: teeter totter to one side too far every once yeah. in a while? Too. Everybody does. Yeah, absolutely. and I'm very, I'm very verbal about
2: mm-hmm. it. Um, but because I lean more on the, on the optimistic side, people tend to assume that I've lost touch mm-hmm. and that that I'm ignoring the problem and things like that. And I'm like, no, the problem's there, whether I want to focus on it or not. Mm-hmm. It's there. My I just have to have the job of acknowledging it. But I'm not going to pour my energy into it, except for to solve it. But yeah. other than that, my mentality is not going to focus on that problem. It's mm-hmm. just not. It's like, I'm I'll, I'll you, get stuck
1: there. I'm going to turn you into our therapist for a minute. I'm ready for <clears> it. it. So <clears throat> for what I see, the reason why I'm so hard on him about it is because outwardly, it doesn't look like he's keeping that balance. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that I see him do a lot is get very frustrated he's, he's been better about it as of late <laughs> but he would get very emotional over those negative things when they mm-hmm. happen because he was always so positive and yep. my thing is if you don't keep that grasp of reality that it's there when it hits you it's going to hit you harder than it normally would when you're expecting either or yeah. never be too high never be too low people always think i'm indifferent to everything mm-hmm. because i'm i'm usually even killed about just about anything yeah my number one rule in life is don't panic rule number two is mm-hmm. if you panic Remember rule See, number, number one. one. My dad taught me that. I teach that to my son, and everything is foundationally based on that. Mm-hmm. And the second you start panicking, you make every possible mistake that yeah. will knock down mm-hmm. everything you possibly build. So that's
0: our thing. So you sitting in the middle. Can, I ask, of this, question, can I ask a question? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So when you're when you're looking at the road ahead, whatever that may mm-hmm. may mean to you, mm-hmm. right? Are you obviously you're dreaming about what it can look like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And as entrepreneurs, that's what we do, mm-hmm. right? but the road itself mm-hmm. how do you look at that road well the proof that i look at that road is
2: i can get caught in preparation paralysis mm. i spend so i can spend so much time looking at that road and planning and trying to do everything right and preparing for what can go wrong all of a sudden i look up and I'm like crap i haven't done anything yet yeah. you know what i mean so like to me that's the proof that i don't ignore the road so again it's about the balance like keeping that balance yeah. like for me i got to make sure i'm moving but then at the same time, I just, while I'm moving, I'm not paying attention to every freaking pothole, everything that didn't go wrong. I, I just can't. I can't live like that. But but when they but when you do hit those potholes, mm-hmm. you feel you feel the weight of them. I do. There's context in what he's saying. Uh, yeah, sure. Be, because and, and a lot of mine will come down to patience. Mm-hmm. I'm that dude, I don't like telling you things two, three, four times. I'm like, dude, the moment in my brain I'm like a trained monkey can do it, Mm -hmm. I'm pissed. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that comes with the rocky road. I get it. So yeah, but I think mine is more of patience Mm -hmm. than it is focusing on negativity stuff. How do you measure your patience? When do you get impatient?
1: When do I get impatient? Yeah. Want to train well, monkey you can do
2: it? The, well, <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, his, his yeah, I can also. say there's different scenarios uh, t- to measure that. So, like in one scenario, again, if it's a simple task, and I and I realize there's two ways actually. Mm-hmm. When I realize I'm repeating myself too much, one, but then I try to stay humble with that and say, okay, how many times have I had to been told this five sure. or six times? How many times? That's usually my measuring stick. Mm-hmm. Now when it gets to the point where I'm like, okay even I got it down here, mm-hmm. you're just an F up right now. Mm-hmm. Then I,
0: usually I'm off the reservation and I'm, I'm pissed. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, in the last few years, I found a lot of peace within entrepreneurship, right? Peace amidst the waves. That's kind of how, how I describe it always. And that's because I know I am going into a battle, mm-hmm. right? Like when, when a boxer goes into the ring, they go in with the understanding that they're going to get punched. It doesn't matter how good they are. It doesn't matter how quick they are. Mm-hmm. They're getting punched. Yeah. So when those punches come, for me, I got a smile with blood dripping out of my mouth, going, there it is, there it is. <laughs> there it is!" You know, There's little punches, big punches, but I, I've known the whole way that I'm gonna get punched. I don't exactly know what they are yet, but you know, everybody, goes, everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth, right? Mm-hmm. And when you go in with that mentality where you say, we have the opportunity, we have the path and the road to get there, but there's gonna be at least 20 little things that blow up, 10 medium things that blow up, and three existential threats, mm-hmm. right? When they come, you go. Uh huh. My is. my measure as a as an entrepreneur is my ability to mitigate these things. Mm-hmm. It's it's not actually tied to my ability to dream. You know how many people dream? Everybody. You know how many people go? Oh, I had that idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all had that idea, oh, okay. right? Mm-hmm. But dreaming it up and and building it is is easy until you hit those challenges, right? Right. right? right, right. So your ability to mitigate it is really truly the measure of 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 you as a leader as as a founder. Uh, because everybody gets stopped along the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I love the fact that I didn't even have to get to the next part of that question because you went exactly where I wanted to do. Is what what that methodology is that you use mm-hmm. to keep that. Everyone has a different one. Right. Yeah. Um, mine is very similar to yours. I expect. I'm not going to say I expect the worst, mm-hmm. but it, it's almost to prepare for it. And right. then when it shows up, you smile yeah. with the blood in your mouth kind of deal. Yeah. Um, everybody's analogies come <clears> across different. We have learned that our, our listeners and our viewership, they don't listen to us. <laughs> they don't care what we
2: say. <laughs> so it goes. Yeah. <laughs> well, some you don't. you some say don't. it's
1: something different mm-hmm. and, and they will absolutely bite on it. Because right. what you just <laughs> said it's something that, <laughs> right. that we've right. said right. in many ways. i you yeah, right. exactly. I'll tell yeah. you
2: where my life changed. My, my life changed uh, maybe four or five months ago. And I mean significantly changed mm-hmm. uh, by a meme. And I've shared this with you a million, a million times. Mm-hmm. It said, um, he said, uh, I'm at this point in life where you can say one plus one equals three. And I'm like, you're right. Mm-hmm. Enjoy. Yeah. That and he has even complimented me. He, he, like, he was like, he's like, you're, what oh, what is it? Oh, okay. So O-okay game. your OK game has, has gone through the roof. Strong. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have. And yes, you know what? It's yep. affected my marriage. Mm-hmm. Cause now cause we have a system now. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, as long as we've been married, like our communication mm-hmm. is just, it's improving. It's right. it's improving. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you've never yeah. met two people who speak the most different, different languages language. in your life. Yeah. And so now, and, and she's very headstrong. Uh, you've met Tasha. Of course. So, um, so now my thing is when she says something that I agree with, I'm like, yes and okay. Yeah. If I'm not on the same page, my response is whatever you say, whatever you want. Okay. It preserves my peace uh-huh, yeah. Because for most But mm-hmm. guys especially Unless yeah. it's something just Life altering sure. We're like whatever Yeah Right So preserves my peace mm-hmm. Saves from the arguments And she got the message that We're not on the same page Yeah you're not co-signing it I'm not cosigning right, it Right yeah Changed my life And it all started from that meme mm-hmm. Look at that So I'm kind of getting to where you said now yeah. with, with the whole thing is like look It's, it's going to suck Yeah I, What's my response to it being sucked So I don't get you know pulled out of my skin
0: and you and you have to find some same with that boxer analogy or or in really any sport you have to find some joy in yes. the suck like, there's no other way around it you yeah. know like all the optimism and all the excitement in the world isn't going to cure the pain of getting beat down mm-hmm. over and over and over again right so uh, like you, you you shouldn't go into these kinds of pursuits without accepting that you're going to get hit and you better love it. Mm-hmm. And each time, all you can ask for is that you hit back harder. That's it. Right. Thanks. That's all. We're going to do this again. Absolutely. We are. Can I hit him with
2: five rapid fire? Sure. Okay. So this is my favorite part. Too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Mm. Rapid fire for a reason. Don't Kay. give it much thought. Comes kay. right off the top of your brain. Right. Favorite restaurant in Atlanta?
0: Atlas. Who? Atlas. Okay. How about St. Be- Regis? Yeah, same Haven't been a,
1: You haven't been
2: yeah, Alice? has nope. Atlanta had at Michelin Were, were you really? Yeah, there where it is, it is. Yeah. Atlas it is Okay uh, Favorite music artist? Drake Wine, cocktail, or beer? Uh, cocktail Your greatest fear? Uh, dying unfulfilled Alright Dead or alive Would you like Who would you ha- like to have over for
0: dinner? Dead or alive? Are they dead w- during the dinner? <laughs> <laughs> It depends very on who's cooking. important distinction depends
2: to me. To me. Yeah. On who's <laughs> yeah. <I'm>, no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody's clarifying. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So no, you no, can perfect. you can bring yeah. They're oh, dead terrific.
0: Um, <laughs> That's good. I would pick uh, I know it's rapid fire here. I would Sorry. I would pick I would pick Steve Jobs. Okay. Yeah, I'll pick Steve Jobs. Okay. And he's alive at the dinner. And he's alive at the dinner Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dinner. Still be an interesting corpse though Absolutely No question So what's the difference In being alive or dead At the dinner Well I guess what? will Some jobs regardless but Type of it, answers it, you get I, I, I would have picked an alive person If the dead person Wasn't going to be alive There you go <laughs> 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 Alright y'all got Technical on me I,
1: You were absolutely <laughs> right I was going to
0: love this guy And I, I do I know I already know <laughs> you do But I would have picked Warren Buffett If it was if, if it was If, uh, if it was going to swap out Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay Alright uh, We
1: got to right. dive deep Into that one a little So bit look Can you come back of course Alright we gotta have you back no,
2: no, I, no. I feel like we're not even done uh, Life on Podcast Tell everyone where they can find you Instagram or yeah, social yeah, yeah. media uh, IG
0: is easiest Zach Zellner Z-A-C-H Z-E-L-N-E-R mm-hmm. Beautiful And what's the name of your company? Well oh, I've that's right. sold all This my is true now. You were thinking about not it Not public last time information we spoke but now, Okay, everything Everything is sold But just Google them And you can kind of see that. what it was
1: How about mm-hmm. that? Alright just Johnny Von, J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N am gonna let you slide on that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh,
2: everything about me, stonestafford.com. All right, and we appreciate you guys liking, subscribing, sharing. We're still on that gold. John shot me a little cheat today, which we're not gonna do, but uh, we're
1: shooting for <laughs> that <laughs> million subscribers <laughs> in 2023. We're, really at, look, we're at July. If people. you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. We, are in, right we are in July. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, we're
2: behind the eight ball right now. Man, okay? we appreciate y'all. I'm not lying. <laughs> Tell a friend. All right, we Absolutely. appreciate y'all. We see y'all next
0: time. We look looking forward to having you back, man. All right. Thanks. All right. Peace out.